Hello and welcome to Retail Nightmares. I'm your co-ghost, Jessica DeLau. With me is my fabulous co-ghost, Alicia Tobin. Hi, Jessica. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. Thank you for asking. How are you? I am also fine. Good stuff. How's Hank? He's fine. He has this little tractor wheel shaped toy that I stuff with crispy salmon skin for him. But he's only interested in it uh, maybe occasionally. And he's now just staring at it longingly because I had to take it away from him because he was throwing it around the apartment. I don't think Jay can edit out those sounds. It's okay. Jay sometimes puts uh, old fish in a tire for me too. So I know what a treat it is. Uh, I'm super excited to have our guest on today. He's a returning guest. This is his third time. He's a musician. You can check out his band Cult Babies. He's also a junk salesman. Welcome back, Hassan Lee. Hello. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> Thanks. Welcome back. Thanks for being here. Yeah, you're you're back in Canada. Back you've, in Canada. You've been you've been around the world a lot this past year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of it has been uh, you know, me not being able to get on a plane, but yeah. 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 So, I don't know if Alicia knows the story of like what happened when everything got shut down like a year ago. Yeah. It's kind of wacky. What what happened exactly? Uh, well, I was in the Caribbean with <laughs> Layla, my partner. Um, we went to visit my family because my, my mom's side of the family is from St. Vincent. So we were there and then we went to a few other islands. And then that's when uh, the shit started going down, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, we ended up getting stuck in Martinique for three months. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which seems like a, some sort of like tropical fantasy dream come true, but <laughs> not really. Yeah, I mean, it normally would be cool, but we were just quarantined in this apartment. It did have a pool, which is kind of cool. Oh, cool. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm sure for everyone, kind of a Groundhog Day scenario where yeah. you kind of just get sick of you know, getting up and doing the same thing every day. And like the one thing that, that was weird for us is that we didn't have any of our stuff there. Right. You know, a yeah. lot of people could kind of be productive at home doing stuff, but we were just, you know, we had our backpack <laughs> of shorts and swimsuits and that was it basically. Yeah. So it was a little weird. It's really roughing it like, like without yes. any kind of creature comforts and nowhere to get them. Yeah. yeah. Except we were in a tropical yeah. setting, but yeah stuck in paradise yeah. it's it's so weird and like yeah when everything started we were like so concerned because we're like where where are you gonna go can you go back to canada or can you go back to tunisia like what's what's gonna happen <laughs> and you were just sort of like we're just here i guess i yeah. don't know but now yeah, you're I finally mean, back <laughs> we kind of had the option to come back to canada um but we were kind of doing the math and uh like we didn't have, we live in Tunisia or we lived in Tunisia at the time. And we, I guess we still kind of do. All our stuff is there. <laughs> yeah. um, but, uh, you know, we had the option of taking the last flight home to Canada and we were like, oh, we got to find an apartment. Yeah. And, and also you didn't have any of your stuff. Yeah. So we kind of just stayed. Yeah. <laughs> and then it turned into three months. Three months. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so funny how 
looking back because you know like all the memories are coming up now like when you log into Facebook or Instagram or whatever it tells you what was going on a year ago and Jay and I had just started recording our new album which is still not done now (laughs) over a year later and we were like oh we should take singing lessons and so Jay emailed the singing teacher and she was like yeah I guess we're gonna do it over zoom and we're like oh we'll just wait we'll wait till we can do it in person and then recently he was like well it's been 11 months let's do this over zoom <laughs> like I don't think it's going back anytime soon yeah I mean that's the reality now zoom is life probably not like singing lessons no like just singing lessons <laughs> in another person's space like right yeah. near them like singing right into their face but yeah now it's good like we just had our second lesson today and it was great over zoom but you're great singers that's very kind of you to say Hassan (laughs) I think you're a really good singer too I agree with Hassan I have never had any sort of training whatsoever so basically I'm not doing anything the way I should be doing it so I'm having to unlearn a lot of old habits and so is Jay so did you not sing from the Gut. No, we've never <laughs> known what diaphragmatic breathing is until now. And it's like, wow, you can really immediately feel and hear the difference and like huh. holding your mouth in the right position and all that stuff. Yeah, it's cool. It's fun. <laughs> nice. It's been a okay. long time since I've taken any sort of lesson. And it's like, oh, yeah, I remember this feeling of like acquiring new skills and knowledge. <laughs> and it's rewarding. <laughs> it's revolting. What? Did you say rewarding? I'm so sorry. I meant rewarding. <laughs> it's travolting. Oh, it's John travolting. I yeah, she at the like at the first lesson our teacher was like, "Do you have any goals?" and I was like, "John Travolta." Oh. <laughs> That's it. I want to sound like John Travolta when he sings. Which John Travolta though? Like um Face off John Travolta. Like Grease when he's like the uh. summer night. It's that like horrible grating. <laughs> Wait, was he actually singing in that movie? Yeah, he had huh. like he had a singing career. He had a, a, a like a disco album that I think I maybe still have, and he's wearing very tight pants on the cover. Oh yeah, you can see everything. <laughs> his diaphragm. Be you right back. See, yeah, you can see his diaphragm. Um, I'll find a picture of it for you. It's okay. <laughs> Send it to me right now. Furiously, furiously yeah. googling. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's not great. And the album's not great either. I think it's all like him singing other I would love songs. a podcast that was just people reviewing those kind of one hit wonders by celebrities. Yeah. Records, because it is really fascinating. Like Lindsay Lohan. I don't know how many records Lindsay Lohan had, but, you know, like she had some hits for yeah. the time. Does she? I, I don't remember. <laughs> she was a singer. Like she had, I mean, Paris Hilton had an album. Yep. Stars are blind. I remember that yeah. song. <laughs> Bruce Willis. Yes. Bruce Willis. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Hassan. Oh yeah. I like that Eddie Murphy song. Yeah. Um Hassan has the Bruce Willis like seven inch record. Yeah. Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. Harmonica. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> he honks on Bobo. It's I he think he was the, really into the Monica. He still is, I think. Um the cover of that Bruce Willis record is better than the contents within, I think. Yeah, there's a secret track on it that's just amazing. I'm totally <laughs> yeah. making that up. <laughs> no. <laughs> Spoken word. <laughs> just beautiful. Made me cry. Um, yeah, I remember being over at your house like back in the day years ago, multiple times and people would come across that record and be like, we got to listen to it. And I'd be like, (laughs) Hassan, you got to hide this album. (laughs) I love it. This is amazing. Frame it. It was a crowd favorite. 
Yeah, we ran with a weird crowd. (laughs) (laughs) I don't miss it. No, I'm kidding. I miss hanging out very much. Yeah, so you're back. You're like recently back and you're getting back into the swing of life in Canada. How's that going? Uh, I mean, it's a little weird. Like, uh, I've actually been, uh, the best thing about being back is I can actually communicate with people. Mm -hmm. And like the worst thing is that I can understand what people are saying. (laughs) There's no break. (laughs) Yeah. Because you could sort of like be in a bubble in Tunisia without, Yeah. yeah, absorbing all the information being heard around you. Yeah. I was kind of just floating around there, just being like, oh, the lights and the colors. <laughs> yeah, it sounds perfect. I mean, that's basically been the last year for everybody, just like floating and not processing a lot. Um, but you got a new job. Got a new job. Yeah. Got a new job. Yeah, it's uh, it, was, it was weird because I, I live in Kitsilano now, and uh, there's a store, a uh, thrift store a couple of blocks away from me that I religiously like would go to when I lived here 10 years ago. And I just kind of popped in there and they had a volunteers needed sign. Oh. Um, I guess I'll just say it's the SPCA thrift store. So it's like for a good cause, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I just kind of said, yeah, you need volunteers. Sure. I'll come in. So I, I went in twice to just hang out and, and do stuff. And they called me after two days and asked if, if I want a job. So. Wow. Yeah. You passed the test. I passed some sort of test. Amazing. <laughs> That's, That's a very great. good way to find good employees, asking yeah. them to work for free for a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Smart. And it is it is for a good cause, so that's cool. Wow. It's a cool store, too. Yeah. It's a little weird, though, because um, like, there are volunteers that have been there for a while, and they're like, wait a minute, you're getting paid? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> that is very <laughs> awkward. Yeah, I haven't been there for a really long time. I remember I would I would also go there religiously when I was going to school around there because you could just like hop off the bus and see what was new. And I pretty much feel like I furnished most of my apartment when I was like a late teen, early 20s with stuff from there. Yeah. Befriended the owner <laughs> and like would hear weird stories about characters and... Yeah, the other weird thing about that store is that there aren't prices on anything, so you kind of just you grab a up. thing and bring <laughs> it up, and the person's like, uh, that's $1, and then somebody else might be like, that's $100. Yeah. That's how I got such a great deal on my desk. Oh. oh. For the listener, Alicia has a beautiful vintage teak. It's like a desk and shelf combo yeah is there a name for it and it doesn't have a name but it's like a an actual piece from a designer Mm. and i had no idea i just have like a good raccoon eye and it was outside and i was dropping off mail for work uh right around the corner at the 7-eleven post office and uh it had just been put outside and there was no price tag on it and i asked how much and he said 250 and I was so broke like I did not have $250 I was making like nothing working part-time at a pharmacy so I called my dad and I was like can you give me like $150 so I can buy this thing and he's like yeah no problem and I came back and gave him the money and he the man was really really nice but he's like um and there's a couple two couples waiting to see if I would come back in the time that it took me Wow, And uh, he honored the price, which was very kind of him, because the value of this is between $1,500 and $2,100. Wow. wow. So Mm. it just happened to be like, sometimes I Google it to make me feel better about my purchases. I'm like, oh, yeah, like 
That was really, you really lucked out that one time. Are you sure he didn't mean $2.50? <laughs> yeah. Imagine, he was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> Just stay calm. This lady's I think, loaded. <laughs> I think in all honesty, like I didn't, uh, I hope he didn't feel taken advantage of. Like I could not oh, have afforded no, no. it. No. But it obviously was like someone had donated. Donated. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Um, probably someone who passed away is my best guess because... And it was right before people got really crazy excited about this type of furniture. It was probably pre-Mad Men, I'm it guessing. It was right around the beginning, Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, it was 2012 or, or 13. I blame Mad Men for driving up the price of mid-century modern furniture. <laughs> like, it's not in my price range anymore, and it used to be. like, And you could find it at thrift stores, too. And now it's, yeah. like, only at certain specific mid-century modern antique stores. And it's like... Dang it. <laughs> now everything is mid-century modern. So. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like you can get a, anything, like any reproduction, all of the, the pointy leg things. Yeah, like, that's true. At Walmart. Yeah, but I don't want that. No. <laughs> it's not the same. Um, the place that you're working now, Hassan, I vividly remember going in there. And this was probably like 15 years ago. There was a certain older woman who would work there. And when she was working... She would say everything was so expensive. Oh, yeah. And I would go up and it would be, you know, a shirt that you'd spend maybe like $7 max on. And she'd be like, well, that's $40. Look at that's that. That's mid-century modern. Yeah. She'd be like, look at this. When this was new, this was. And I was like, yeah, but it was new 40 years ago. Like it's been owned by another person and it's so not new. Funny. Like That's the point of it. So I would like I couldn't afford to shop there when she was working. So I had to like learn her schedule to go in when she wasn't there. Actually, the clothing side was always really expensive. Huh. Yeah. I'm definitely the person that prices things very cheap, so. Yeah. Yeah, we're coming in when you're working. working. Be the change you want to see in the world. Pay with change. (laughs) I also base my price on the people that are buying. Oh, Oh, yeah. Do you look at their shoes? Uh, uh, I could if I saw them. (laughs) I mean, I just kind of, I guess I could do like a, you know, just reach over. Yeah, shoe check. Do yeah. a whole like up and down and then yeah. just sort of like shake your head. <laughs> it's funny that that's an actual thing, like looking at shoes, because I've noticed people do that. Uh, really? have done that to me. Really? Yeah. Especially like in Tunisia where, you know, we'd go to the market and they would have things for sale and, uh, you know, there's not an actual price. So they would, uh, you know, kind of judge you mm-hmm. or figure out how much to charge you. And they yeah. would first look at your shoes and then kind of slowly work their way up. Oh, so you wear your worst shoes when you don't want to pay something. Exactly. I just wear no shoes. Yeah. (laughs) Just the filthiest, gross, lint in between your toes. Be like, I need these (laughs) shoes, please. I need something to hide this lint. (laughs) That's what shoes are. They're lint hiders. Have you ever like reached into the toe of a shoe Okay, no. this is kind I'm of stop you. No. <laughs> I go on. I have these I have these like Oxford shoes that are just like little lace-ups that I've had for probably over 10 years now. And like I've never I stuck my hand in all the way to the tip of the toe and it, there's just so much lint there. It just oh. like collects at the tip. And so now because I know that, I constantly like do it in all my sh- shoes and there's always lint there. It's like get out just of there. Just at the tip, eh? Just the tip. That might be worth something. Yeah, <laughs> antique mid-century modern lint. Ooh, how much? Mm, let me see your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see your shoes. 
Um, so has it? It's just been sort of like a retail dream, or have you had any nightmares? Oh yeah, yet? I mean, I lo- I love looking at other people's junk, so it's yeah, it's been really fun. Um, actually, the the last time I worked, uh, somebody dropped off a box of stuff, and um, it was clearly like they didn't go through it; they just dumped out a junk oh, drawer. Wow. Into a box. And like I think you, you get a lot of that where people are just cleaning out other people's things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I found this uh, Omega watch, Whoa, which wow. is like a fancy watch. And nice. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm sure this is fake, but uh, you never know because it was just like with a bunch of other random things. Wow. And I, I went yesterday to the Omega store. Oh. To see what they thought. And? And well, first of all, it was, it was really funny because um, it's in the Hotel Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> oh, la, la, I don't know if you've been inside there. Um, so many times. It's quite fancy. Yeah. And it was really funny because it was like a pretty woman kind of scenario where I walked in <laughs> and they were just like not having any of me, you know. Like <laughs> They looked at your shoes. <laughs> they looked at my whole my whole essence they saw my aura <laughs> like, did you bring the entire pork. junk drawer with you <laughs> yeah you're just like do you guys want any watch? of this stuff yeah i had i had the watch in my shoe so i just took my shoe <laughs> you're covered in shoes your entire body just shoe shirt shoe pants but yeah i i kind of i was like uh i have this watch here uh, i'm not sure if it's fake i just want wondered if you could take a look at it and the guy just kind of rolled his eyes Oh, <laughs> and, and like pulled out this like velvet kind of box thing for me to put the watch in. Oh my god! <laughs> and he kind of picked it up with two fingers and kind of looked at it and then dropped it. He's like, "That's a fake." Oh wow! <laughs> wow! But, yeah, it was a weird experience. Yeah, that's, that's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. The velvet. I mean, box. I, I kind of expected it. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but still, it would be fun a fun conversation to have with a customer. Like, oh, wow, like, where'd you find it? And that's so exciting. And, like, it's probably going to be a fake. But I'm so glad you came in to check it out because we have nothing to do all day. Yeah. Because we're working in a hotel. Yeah. But anyways, you had that other experience. But they have yeah. to keep that, like, you know, that air of superiority. Of, yeah, I guess so. Like, the brand or whatever. Like, yeah, it might be cool if they were like explained how they knew that it was fake immediately to you, like maybe oh. he was weighing it. That's why he just used his two fingers. Oh. <laughs> maybe he's like a, like somehow his hand is like a perfect scale for yeah. like a robot. I mean, yeah. I, th- I thought they would do a whole process, you know, bite it and like yeah. <laughs> listen to it. But he no, bites it. And he's <laughs> like, actually, this is made out of chocolate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> This is a cake. You totally pranked him. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I'm not convinced it's not real yet. Yeah. Oh, I, I already threw it in the garbage, so <laughs> <laughs> you think I should fish it out? No, I didn't. Um, you should wear it like around your ankle, like a little anklet. So next time someone checks out your shoes, they see the watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, this guy <laughs> is so loaded. He just wears a fancy watch for an anklet. It's a good look. I could yeah. probably do that with Jay's watch. It's so big that it would fit <laughs> over my foot. I mean, it would look bad. <laughs> Yeah, that's the other thing. The watch was giant. Oh, yeah? It was so giant and heavy. I just like didn't understand how people could wear a watch like that. Yeah, I think you need to be also giant as well. But you, I feel like you have a good watch. Do you still have the same watch that you had before? Yeah, my Casio. Yeah, it's a good one. I like it. (laughs) I like it. There's lots of good watches. There's all the things. That are not expensive. Yeah, I love Casio. Excellent brand. Casio, very cool. Into Glow. Yeah, they make great watches. <laughs> and they glow. <laughs> they still make the Indiglo. Yeah. 
I remember when I was in elementary school, that was just like the watch to have. That was like before the baby G watch came out, but everyone this. had the Indiglow and oh, yeah. we all had our alarms set to go off at different times throughout the day. So it was just constantly like silent reading period. It would just be like, beep, 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 beep. and everyone would be looking around and we'd all be like trying to <laughs> stop our watches. It was a fun. I'm surprised prank. you didn't synchronize them. Yeah, and just make like a beautiful chorus of yeah. Indiglow chirping. Yeah, I still just have a Fitbit. That's my watch. It's pretty choice. cool. That's pretty cool. It's pretty I old. I have uh, a Snoopy watch. You have two Snoopy one's, watches. One's Snoopy automatic. Watches. One's like a Marlin automatic Snoopy watch. Limited. Nice. Limited. Um, <laughs> one, I have a solar powered Seiko, which is nice. very cool. And then I have a baseball playing Snoopy. Also huh. a Timex. That's also you should cool. take the Snoopy watch into Omega and see if it's worth anything. <laughs> <laughs> take in the like the $25 one, the, the, <laughs> the Snoopy baseball, and ask if it's an Omega watch. Because I think Omega did a limited edition Snoopy 70th really? anniversary as well. And they were like thousands of dollars. Because I was oh. like, oh, this is a nice watch too. But I'd already bought the Timex one from like I got a friend discount. Like I got it at cost, which is still expensive. Uh, it's like $112. I'm like, that's a lot of money for a Snoopy oh. watch. Yeah. But also it's really cool because it never needs a battery. Yeah. I don't like snobby service. Like I don't care for it. Like I'm having, I've never worked in a store that's that fancy, but there's just no joy f- in for, I'd have no job joy if I would treat people like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's so exciting, like to just find out like where you got the watch and why. Like I'm excited by those stories. Yeah. I'm also just excited to visit the store and know someone that works there and not feel self-conscious because usually I'm like, I just need to find something that I need and then get out. But I'll snoop now. Yeah. Maybe I should just start hanging out there and become friends with. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, hey, you judged me too soon. <laughs> get to know the real me. Is there's a Prada or is there, I think there's a Prada in there as well. Like a real Prada. And they had this beautiful dress like several years ago that was navy blue, very sort of vintage 40s. It had hearts. It was like a very beautiful print, navy blue with red hearts. And I thought, oh, wow, like, I wonder how much that costs. I'm not going to go in. Everyone looks so intimidating and severe. So I went home and Googled it and it was polyester. And I was so mad. (laughs) And it was, you know, like it was a lot of money. It was maybe a thousand dollars. And I just thought, what do rich people do? Like spend thousand dollars on polyester dresses. Yeah, <laughs> so oh, weird. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and they wear yeah. it once and then they donate it. Oh yeah, to yeah. the SPCA thrift store. They should. Hope so. Hope yeah, so. I mean, that, that's another funny thing about working there is that the customers that come in, they always donate really fancy clothes and stuff like that. It's Kitsilano, and uh, but then they'll come in the next day and haggle over a one dollar spoon. Oh or like a one dollar <laughs> cup or something, you know? Like that's so you're really like in that mindset. neighborhood, like yeah. weird, oh, I'm, yeah, wealthy, deep kits. Deep kits. It's Hippies. deep kits. I would say it's like Point Grey. It's like maybe Elma. Elma is like the the cut where Point Grey starts. Yeah, maybe once you go up the hill. Yeah, because it's just before there. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like just at the end of Kits. One yeah. block before Kits ends. Okay, this is very for our Vancouver <laughs> listeners. Sorry, sorry. What's nice though is you right around like Fourth Avenue, great coffee, good adventure, cinnamon buns, Greek restaurants, <laughs> cinnamon buns. Yeah, I mean, in normal times that would be great, but now it's just like that's yeah. just a building now. Yeah, <laughs> that I can't true. really hang out. In. Yeah. 
I I went to uh, high school very close to there, to where you live now, and also grade seven in high school. I went to the same school. I was talking about it with my friend Brad today, and talking about how weird and limiting like a private school education was, and how expensive it was. Yet, like like we were paying a premium, but getting a weird limited experience. Like I didn't have any of the the weird electives, not weird, like normal electives that you would get at a public school. Like we didn't even have home ec or anything like that. You just had like brokerage classes. And- <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. Yeah. Like they added Spanish when I was in grade eight, they added Spanish. You could take Spanish because Spanish. at first it was just Japanese or Mandarin. You could take as Business a language. Spanish? And then they were like, we added a third language, <laughs> like besides French, of course. Did you wear a uniform? Yeah, I did. I think blazer. that's so cool, actually. Yeah, it's worth it for the uniform. <laughs> I mean, like, it's kind of cool just to go to school and not worry about what you're wearing. Yeah. yeah. Except we still, everyone still found ways to bully kids because it would be like, oh, you're wearing those socks. I'm wearing the slightly different socks that still look the same. Oh. Like, oh, we're in this white sock crew and you're in the blue sock crew. And it was oh. like. Mm-hmm. It's like a blood script. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. White, white sock versus blue sock. Um, but. I checked just out of curiosity because my friend Brad also went to a, a private school for a couple of years in the States though. And we were talking about how expensive it was. And he was like, I think my school tuition is now doubled. And I was like, mine probably is too. And I checked and it's now over $25,000 a year. A year. For high school. Like it's mine. It made me want to throw up. It was so gross. Like that, that amount That's of That's nothing money. to rich families though. It's just something I, to... <sighs> It's like there are years that I have not even made that much money many years yeah. <laughs> like yeah. as an adult so that's a lot of money it's shocking anyway but you can put that on your resume now you went to Harvard secondary school oh my gosh yeah and then on the <laughs> website it's like our alumni have attended such schools as Harvard Stanford UBC and I was like what you can't <laughs> put that after those that's not in the same sentence like Quantlin. Yeah. <laughs> Langara, Oxford, the Sorbonne, Capilano <laughs> Suspension Bridge. Trump University. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm a proud graduate. So, Hassan, was that your retail dream, nightmare, the watch story, or did you want to tell another? Um, Because that's good. That works. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're, actually, it's really funny. They're, you see uh, repeat customers come in all the time, and there's this one lady who I call the time vampire. Oh, like once she sucks, once she locks in on you, it's like two hours of helping her. Oh, wow. And uh, like the first time I came in, like every or first time she came in, everyone kind of like scattered. Oh, wow. (laughs) They knew. And uh, I I was basically helping her for two hours. Uh, Like we have on the walls, we kind of put um, like frames up and like everything is for sale there. So she got me to get a ladder. Oh, no. And climb up to, she just wanted to see the back of some frames that were like 10 feet up on the wall. So (laughs) to like climb ladder, show her the back. And she's like, no, show me the other one. Mm. Show her the other one. And like also go down and like pick up every piece of cup that she wanted to look at and check it for chips. Uh, Does Uh, she buy things or just take up time? uh, Yeah. You know, I, I felt really bad for her at first. 
Uh, mm-hmm. You know, she's just like telling me her whole life story. She's like, I grew up in the downtown east side. And like, uh, like you know, like I, I just felt really bad for her. So I was just helping her, helping her. And, and she ended up buying a lot of like really tiny things. Like she bought maybe like 30 little random things. Mm-hmm. And I also charged her nothing for these things because I kind of felt bad for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I loaded up two boxes to take to her car. And she kind of pulls her car around. And she was driving like a brand new Mercedes. <laughs> that was just crammed with random things. Oh, like I think okay. she just goes around to stores, yeah. like thrift stores, and just buys little things and keeps them in her car. There's <laughs> also a lot of people go around to thrift stores who like have their own shops sometimes that will like get stuff for cheap or haggle and then sell them at a marked up price and be like, this is vintage or sell it online too. A lot of people do yeah, like yeah. Etsy stores. Yeah, people like that, you're just like, what's, what's going on here? There's a lot <laughs> There's a lot going on, and I am now part of it, <laughs> and I'm trapped. It's like a energy suck. Also, an- another th- uh, crazy thing that happened this week is my manager, because I just bought a pickup truck mm. uh, a couple weeks ago, and so my manager showed up to work, and she was like really frantic. She's like, you have a pickup truck, right? Come with me right now. Oh. And so I went with her and we went to, do you know that theater that's like past Alma on 4th? I don't know if you know what The I'm Varsity? Um, it's like in a, near Garrison. I'm not sure. Like a, a movie theater? No, like a, a theater like a theater. 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 Yeah. Is it the one like by the beach? E, no. Okay. Anyways, I, I didn't even know about it, but I, mm-hmm. I went with her to this place and uh, it was just this giant room. That was full of theater props. Oh, whoa. The mother load. The mother load. And they basically said, you have an hour, take whatever you want. Whoa. So they were just clearing out all their props. And it was really cool stuff. Like it was just, you know, theater props. Yeah. So it was just lots of really cool mid-century modern furniture and like fainting couches and like weird things like that. Did you get a good haul? Yeah. It's all sitting in my basement now. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's the danger of working in a place like that is you wind up being like, well, this is so great. This is such a unique thing. I got to get it. And then you're like, my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it going to all go to the store? Or is it stuff that you chose for yourself? Uh, it's not for the store. It's like a, it was a side hustle. Okay, cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you have my uh, Instagram. <laughs> if there's something you are interested in selling. Yes. That's from that era. Um, but it was, it was really cool seeing that that world of like theater prop people, you know, yeah. like, they just seemed really cool. And like, it just seemed like a really fun job just to go around finding cool things. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Plays. You'd probably be really good at it. Yeah. No, well, maybe you. You could, that maybe that could be like you're mm. into that world. Yeah. Get into the theater prop world. master. Yeah. I wonder if there's like prop apprentice. It's always just like the master intermediate prop anyway alicia (laughs) what is your retail nightmare or dream it's gonna be the nightmare Uh oh Uh -oh. i I have to i have to balance out all of the dreams that hassan had for us including time vampire Mm. which is so so i know that that type i know that vampire Mm -hmm. that what's it what's a group of vampires called jessica uh like what was the twilight like a cavern of vampires. A it's like a, a blade. A, ca- <laughs> a blade. That's it's perfect. A blade. a blade of vampires. Um, okay, so it was Monday. We the place where I work, which I do not name, um, 
built a brand new office. It's so beautiful and there's no one in it. It's like thousands and thousands of square feet. And I go in on Mondays and do things like sending FedEx and there's a few other coworkers around. But like I basically have like 2000 square feet all to myself at any given moment. Whoa. And uh, I like it. Like it's a nice break from working inside the house. I get to see some people I really love. Um, there's a very expensive coffee machine. Someone said it cost ten thousand um, dollars. It's what like does it's it just do? A, a massive like Nespresso type thing, but it's stainless steel and it has like four different. It's very nice. Like I thought it was going to be BS, but it makes delicious coffee. And so this yeah. plays into the nightmare. I'd had a couple of bad phone calls on Monday mornings. I try to man the phones uh, as much as I can because it's busy. And people were just like in shitty moods. I was in a bad mood. I had underslept. And so I was just trying to stay positive when people were getting upset about things that aren't really that important. And I was just about to go make my second cup of coffee because I had convinced myself I deserved it after so many shitty phone calls when I I decided to answer the phone. Uh And, you know, I shouldn't have answered the phone, although I don't think I could have put put this misery off for long. And um, I can't do it really justice, but it started out, he was a senior, he was uh, a man, and he started off with a question, like, we changed a product recently, and whenever you do that, people get upset. But usually you also end up getting, like, way more customers because you've improved it can't really explain that that easily and make somebody feel heard but he didn't really ask me direct questions like the first thing he said was whose big idea was it to change this product and i he's like is anyone over there doing their job oh and i'm like well i and then i start to answer him and he start talking he's like and what about this and what about that and and then he's like and when when did you originally make this product and so i said well i think it was like 2014 but let me just double check he's like you don't know and I'm like, well, we have 70 products or something. Like, I don't know. We might even be up to like 80 products now. I don't remember exactly when this was made this way. And then he's like, well, why don't you just go back to your coffee break and let me speak to your supervisor. Wow. And I was like looking at my like nice thermos mug, which the, the company provided to me as a Christmas present. And it's lovely. And I was thinking, yeah, I would really like to get back to that beautiful coffee machine and forget this <laughs> man for a while. Caress um, And he's, he's like, I guess you're not too bright, eh? Oh, God. And he's like, let me speak to your manager. And I was like, well, I am the manager of this department. He's like, well, let me speak to your supervisor. I was like, he doesn't take calls from customers, but I would be happy to take down your information. I'll call you back. He's like, let me speak to the vice president. (laughs) And I so wanted to say, Kamala Harris. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then he got really belligerent. And I did the thing where I said, I'm not going to help you if you speak to me this way. And then I hung up on him. And then I immediately texted my coworkers with his phone number. I was like, do not answer this call. I texted reception. And he called reception right away and uh, did not leave a voicemail. But he was so mean to me. Yeah, it's really funny. I think people just uh, psych themselves up for those kinds of calls sometimes. You know, where they just come in hot. Yeah, it's like if we didn't let me help him. Yeah. And I said to him at one point, because I think the phone call went on for maybe two minutes, which is a long time when someone's being that mean. Yeah. But I said, I'm not sure how we got off on the wrong foot, but I'd really like to help solve this problem if I could. And then another point, I said, you're not letting me answer your questions. And he's like, well, I didn't call you to be questioned. And I was like, well, (laughs) if you just want to come out and say you don't like the new thing, just say it, but don't torture me. Say it, don't spray it. Yeah. And also, like, I always just have that kind of seed of, like, concern. Like, what would happen if I were to lose this job? Like, it would be really a fucked up thing. 
So yeah. I don't like it when someone's like, let me speak to your boss. And I'm, firstly, I immediately ma- ma- imagined my boss who would be like, I'm not calling him back. Yeah, like, I don't care about this man. Yeah, he wouldn't. He's he like everyone knows that there's just customers like this. But when yeah. I was a kid and working in retail, those people would really scare me. Yeah. And that yeah. still affects me that way. Even I'm like, oh, you yeah. Didn't like, do anything wrong. It is still scary because you are not in a position of power. Always. It was great hanging up on him, though. There's always a little, yeah. a little thrill just as you hear the phone click. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, I feel like customer service lines should just have an option where, you know, you're just like, if you don't actually want help and you just want to be belligerent, press five. Yeah. And, and it's just like an automated like service. An AI just like a screen like, room. <laughs> I'm so sorry, sir. And then it'll just like pause for 30 seconds and it'll be like, I wasn't aware. Pause and be like, you're absolutely correct. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great idea. And then I went and made my cup of coffee. Nice. Yeah, I was kind of shaky, though, afterwards. Yeah, it's weird how that affects me. It's rare. We don't have many. We have like generally like everyone's very reasonable, you know, like 99% of people really just want help. Yeah, But it's that like tiny, tiny sliver of that one percent that it's weird how they how much power they have over me yeah how, on my day like i'll never be that person who can just be like yeah go fuck yourself <laughs> like so that yeah. was my nightmare i was a mean old man it is a very bad nightmare that sucks it's not uh, that bad eh, it's okay eh, you texted me about it like it was bad <laughs> Yeah, he's real meanie. Yeah, I mean, it sucks that people have jobs where they're not allowed to stick up for themselves, you know? Yeah. Like, I've, I've had a few jobs in my life where you couldn't get in trouble for talking back to a customer. And it was really liberating to know that you can just stick up for yourself. Yeah. You know? And absolutely, like, where I work, you can. And it doesn't happen that often. But it was also kind of dizzying because he would bait and switch. Like, he'd ask me a question and then go on to berating me or insulting another question or insulting me. Mm. So yeah, I hope uh, his life uh, looks up and things get easier on him and he realizes he's stuck with the new product and there's no going back. Yeah. That's not going to happen probably, but (laughs) he, I mean, those people just know that they're right. Yeah. Yeah. Their reality is a different one from ours. So true. Jessica, do you have something for us? I have a retail dream that happened today. Amazing. Mm. I was running some errands. It was lovely out. And I was like, I'm getting kind of low on peanuts for the squirrels and birds that we feed on our balcony. And I was like, I'll stop by the bird feed store. And there was a big sign outside that said peanuts 15% off. And I was like, hot damn. It's my lucky day. It's a squirrel's lucky day. So I went in, I grabbed a bag Everything was fine. And as I was paying, I realized sitting right on the counter just to my left was a cat just (gasps) sitting on the counter. Mm. I know that there is a shop cat that works there, but I've usually only seen him like flitting around, like going from the front to the back. But he was fully sitting on the counter and he was watching a big like flat screen TV that's behind the counter. There was just like a video of a pelican sitting in a field like it was like very... A very still (laughs) image, but the cat was like super honed in on the pelican. And so I learned a little bit about the cat. His name's Dodger and he's a working cat because obviously a store that has lots of nuts and seeds and stuff is also going to attract mice. 
Uh, so yeah, he works there. And the woman working behind the counter was like, yeah, we should get him a little high vis vest and a name tag. And I was like, <laughs> I love this cat and I love that he has a job. So yeah, sort of a puppo, but retail dream combined. Nice. Was he watching the, uh, cause I, I saw recently that Amazon has like a TV show for cats. For cats. Or it s- might've, it might've been. It, where it's just like birds. Yeah. Like flying around. Maybe really there's close. also like DVDs you can buy or like there's stuff on YouTube too that you can just put on for like hours and hours and it's just like bird footage. It was probably some I thought sort you said of, bird fetish. I was like, a, yeah, this cat was probably was out there too. Something wearing, for everybody. Wearing some leather. Yeah, they probably sell DVDs of birds there too because it's like everything birds. Love that place. It's so weird. All the it's stuff. Been there forever there. too. Yeah. I really like the weird, like gifty stuff. I always just do a beeline to the peanuts and then to the cash and then out. But there's a whole other side of the store that's just like, you know, gift shop bead style. Like, oh, a little like embroidered tote bag with a, a little spaniel on it. And it's oh. like, you know, gifts for your for your auntie. <laughs> gifts for your grandma or your mom. Like that style. Of thing. Is it is it cheaper to get peanuts there than at a grocery store? Yeah. Because that's a hack. <laughs> yeah. That's a life it hack. Is. Yeah. Like if you just did all your grocery shopping at pet stores. At the, at the awesome. bird seed store. <laughs> I don't know if it's human grade, to be honest. It doesn't say uh-huh. anywhere on there. But that has not stopped our former guest, Paul F. Tompkins, from eating a few of the peanuts <laughs> that uh-huh. I had for birds. Uh, not the last time he was on, but the first time he was on when we were trying to feed some Stellar's Jays. And they weren't coming over. He's like, well, fine. And then he just ate the peanuts. And I was like, okay, <laughs> that's probably fine. It's probably fine. It's- and he didn't have any bird side effects or. He turned into a bird. It's oh, really sad. He's a bird not man the now. the worst thing. He's a bird man. Um, yeah. Speaking of. Uh, you can do it. <laughs> You're almost there. Speaking Segway, of go, go. institutions. Shall we do some potato business? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. Potato business. Do you cut it into fries? Do you bake it into pie? Potato business. Do you keep it in a bowl? Do you stick it in a hole? Potato business. Okay, so how this segment works uh, is we just air any new potato business we may have or any anything you'd like to bring to the table. It's just a discussion on potato excellence, basically. Or if you have any like potato grievances, like the floor is yours, Hassan. Me. Um, okay. Potatoes. <laughs> You're eating a giant uncut pizza. <laughs> All right. uh, I'm listening. <laughs> Not distracting at all. Sorry. That's so awesome. Did you make that pizza? No. Is that DiGiorno? No, this is the pizza that I got last night. That's oh, nice. Part. It's just two giant pieces that are, are stuck together. I'm so sorry. It's New York style. I'm very uh, angry. Yeah, potato. Um, oh, one thing is, uh, I guess my roommate, um, he has a... I mean, I don't know. I don't think he did this before, but his new girlfriend is really into, um, you know, being healthy and just buying organic, which is great. Um, but he was really into pierogies. Ooh. 
and then he started buying the top shelf pierogies. <laughs> I don't oh. know if you've ever seen them, but I forgot the, the brand of it, but it's like there's the bag of pierogies mm -hmm. and then there's the fancy packaged pierogies that are pierogies that are the you know same brand. Mm -hmm. uh, and it just seemed really weird to me because there's not a lot of mm -hmm. stuff in pierogies. It's just like potato and dough. And I don't know, it just seemed like a really funny thing to me to, to, make the to market top shelf pierogies. Yeah, but it's the same brand as <laughs> the one that comes in the bag? Yeah, and I, ta I tasted one, it just tastes, tastes like pierogies. Yeah. <laughs> There's not yeah. a huge like spread there. It's kind of like, a pierogi is hard to fuck up. And then my, in my opinion, yeah, they're like the, the, the blandest food of all time. And you need so much to make them delicious uh, that the base really probably isn't as important as the toppings. Yeah. Also, he does not cook pierogies well. <laughs> <laughs> he just lets them like, how, uh, how do you guys cook your pierogies? Boil and then, like um, saute, I guess. Like, yeah, that's yeah. how I do it. Yeah. What does he do? Uh, just a boil and drain. Right, so they're just like mush. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a clump of pierogies with no bad. toppings. Oh, just plain, like not <laughs> even sour creams. Whoa, uh, no! Wow, he's got he's, he's raw dogging got it. Some weird potato <laughs> business going on. Wow, huh? Yeah, that's bad. That's really bad. <laughs> I have. Oh, sorry. I have a potato grievance. Oh, okay. Um, I saw a funny tweet yesterday and it was, let's just admit the worst fries we have are waffle fries. Mm. And I don't think I've really ever had waffle fries, so I can't oh, really? speak to it. No, not really. I think, I don't think so, actually. I don't have mm. a memory of it. And uh, mm. I like things that are waffle shaped. But, Wait, um, I don't know what waffle fries are. They're that, like it's just crisp, a crosshatch kind crisp of. Crisp oh, cut. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Nice. Crisp cut, crisp cross cut. Crisp, oh, fuck. Has to <laughs> Whatever. Crisp cross. I, mm, never mind. <laughs> Do you want to take a five minute break just so you can eat? No, no, just, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Are you sure? I'm worried that you're like starving. No, no, no. I'm having a weird appetite day. So I've just been like having a bite of pizza every little... I feel kind of nauseous, but every now oh, and then no. I'll, oh. I'll like have a slice, a, a bite of pizza and then just be good for like another half hour. Don't worry Poor about thing. me. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you're like guzzling water and like little pizza bites. It's a New York style. I'm okay. It's, it's just pizza. my like ADHD pills make my mouth really dry. So that's just why I drink so much water. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. You let us know if anything changes, though, because I'm, it sucks to be hungry. I'm fine. Don't worry about me, but thank okay. you. So my my worst French fry, and it's come up, I think, on the podcast before, and I think I stayed silent, but I can't remember because my memory is terrible. Um, I hate curly fries, the seasoned ones especially. Okay. I think they're the worst fry ever made. They never cook evenly. They're always raw at, at, at the twist point. They're not properly... They don't hold heat well. The flavoring is just tastes like MSG and barbecue powder from Frito-Lays. Hate them. They're the worst fry ever. That's my potato grievance. They, sh they, they, they please everyone who enjoys them. Enjoy them at your own peril. They're awful. They taste mm -hmm. like freezer burnt. They fucking suck. So sorry. I didn't mean to. They don't yeah. go down the stairs smoothly. Yeah. No, <laughs> not at all. You can't. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. No fun to play with. 
Um, I think the worst fries are white spot fries, personally. Oh, like that's very specific. Mm. Yeah. They're, they're never they're never yeah. They're like weirdly like starchy in a bad way and they're always mushy and like I feel like I've never had a hot one like they're always kind of lukewarm and they're always like there's bottomless fries you can have more and I'm like I didn't finish my first they're like maybe this batch will be better yeah it's <laughs> like may- I feel like they make too much of it at a time or something like they need a smaller basket to fry it in who knows do you usually start with the fries when you yeah. or you just order fries no, like if I would get a burger, I haven't been to White Spot in a really long time, but if I have like burgers and fries, fries will be like, I'll go for that first before I bite into the burger usually. I usually start with like maybe a couple fries, get into the burger, and then by the time I get back to the fries, they're yeah. done. And this is, um, this is important because uh, the listener doesn't know this yet, but uh, today is burger day. Uh, oh, whenever burger you're listening day. to this... Hassan had a, a burger, Alicia had a burger, and I'm about to have a burger later. And I'm also considering putting a slice of margarita pizza in my burger. That pizza looks mm. amazing. It's really what good. What about doing, instead of a lettuce wrap or a bun, making the pizza the bun? Well, I was thinking about that, but I really like our bun. So I was like, maybe just like a little, like cut out a circle of, of pizza. Cause it's really thin crust pizza. Um, we'll see. Maybe if you made up the circle and you put it as a different layer in the in the bun in the burger is what you mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's yeah. brilliant. And that's then because we usually do like a a fried egg on the burger too, and then oh, wow. like it rummy. Sort of, yeah, it becomes like the sauce of the burger. It's really good. Texas style. Um, but this is not burger business. This is potato business. So <laughs> sorry, let's sorry, please. If I had a gavel, I would be banging it. Like we need to get back to the matter at hand. Um, so former guest, uh, host of her own podcast, co-host of her own podcast, Lori Wooliver, co-host of the fabulous podcast Carb Face, sent me a message last night. She shared a tweet with me on Twitter and just said, potato business. And it's an image with the the tweet is, I was in marketing for 40 years and thought the perfect packaging didn't exist. And I'll show you the image. It is a squirrel. Oh, wow. It is a squirrel head. And then there's a mesh bag filled with what I thought were whole walnuts. So it looks like the squirrel's cheeks are full of these these walnuts. And then you sort, there's a handle in between the squirrel's ears and you pick it up. So it's like, it's good packaging and it's minimal. I like it. Lori sent it to me and said, potato business. So I said, wait, those are potatoes? And she was like, yes. And I was like, not whole walnuts? It makes so much less sense if they're potatoes. And she said, wait, maybe those are whole walnuts. (laughs) (laughs) And then she got back to me later, later that night, like, uh, like 3 a.m. her time. (laughs) And she was like, okay, so they're walnuts. Sorry. Uh, But I want them to be potatoes. And I was like, but it's a squirrel. Like, why would a squirrel be filling their cheeks with potatoes and she was like okay so I also miss saw the squirrel as a rabbit but I was like why would why would a rabbit be eating potatoes that doesn't make any sense I mean they could be Irish squirrels yeah kudos for the enthusiasm I I thought it was a chipmunk 
I thought it was either a chipmunk or, or a squirrel, but I think it's like a red squirrel with those little pointy ears. Um, mm. But at first I was like, okay, I, I'm going to use this as potato business. And I was like, Lori, I can leave your name out of this if, if, you're, if you don't want me to. And she was like, I would be proud. So, <laughs> um, yeah, Lori Wolver. Everyone uh, pick up her new book that you can pre-order while you're at it. And where are those potato walnuts available? Um, I'm assuming some American uh, grocery store, grocery chain. But yeah, I love just that like she has potatoes so on the mind that she saw a squirrel with walnuts and was like, potatoes, this is potato business. <laughs> so good. And it's great because I didn't have any potato business anyway. So this is this is what I'm bringing to the table. Love you, Lori. Thank you. <laughs> so good. Thank That's you. Um, should we move on to horse information? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's do it. Okay. I'm excited for this. I am excited for it too. And so for the listener, I feel like everyone needs to know that Hassan lives with his partner is like a true horse fan. Uh, her name on the internet is Horselina Horsington. Like she's not fucking around. She loves horses. <laughs> Doesn't ride them. No, but like, she's ad- ridden a horse once, maybe. But admires them. the idea of horses. She's only ridden really a horse appeals. once. Yeah, I think so. For That's my birthday, maybe twice. Maybe That's twice. That's all you need just to get just to know what it's like. Yeah. We we have ridden horses together, Hassan and I. Yeah. Okay, so how this segment works is Jay does research all day on horses. Um, (laughs) And he's actually like, he's reading like new studies about like horse behavior and stuff. And he's like, by the end of when we stop doing the segment, I'm going to be like an actual horse expert. Like he dives deep. He sent me a text about uh, of his source, you know, and it said scientific somewhere in the URL. So it's, Oh yeah. Scientific (laughs) horse.org. Um, so he always starts us, starts us off with a little bit of warm up information. So just some things we may or may not have known. We don't have to decide if this little warm up information is true or false. But when we do get to the meat of the segment, we will have two pieces of horse information and we say which one we think is true, which one we think is false. If we're right, we win. And if we're wrong, we get the big moo. All right, here we go. Warm up information. Horses have 17 facial expressions. Huh. Humans have 27 and dogs have 16. So horses are more facially expressive than dogs. I had no idea. I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. So we're already learning. Thank you, Jay. (laughs) Thank you, Horse Lord. Do you think you could recognize those facial expressions? Those distinct 17 expressions? Yeah. Um, not me personally, but maybe Jay, because he's a horse expert, or maybe Layla. It's funny because animals have, like, I think humans always project on animals. So, mm-hmm. uh, like, say if a chimpanzee looks like it's smiling, it actually wants to rip your face off. Right. You know, like, so it's, I feel like people can't actually yeah. decipher. And like, if a baby's smiling, they actually have gas. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> but it feels good. Yeah, I mean... Mm-hmm. Amazing, Burp. amazing gas. Okay, so this brings us to the true and false. So get ready to use our brains, our our critical thinking skills. Okay, so A, 
modern wild horses have an extremely small amount of rhino DNA. <laughs> Wait, can you say that again? Modern small Mar- modern wild horses, wild horses have an extremely small amount of rhino DNA, so they share some sort of common ancestry. Hmm. Okay, so that's A or B. Lavender aromatherapy has been found to reduce horse stress. Only lavender, not chamomile. <laughs> I'm going to go with A. You think A is true? Yes. Okay. I mean, I feel like it's kind of a trick question because who doesn't like lavender? Yeah. Do- but dogs don't like it. Yeah, it, oh, is, okay. it is toxic to some animals. Like a lot hmm. of aromatherapy is toxic, okay. which always freaks me out. <laughs> Yeah. Rhino. Rhino. I mean, so that would involve like a lot of uh, disgusting prehistoric <laughs> biology. Fuck it. Fucking and sucking. <laughs> I don't want to say exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of uh, offside connecting going on. Yeah. For this is my thought process. If like all you know four-legged creatures probably have some sort of common ancestor then yes maybe they have a bit of rhino but like if you're saying like this is specifically rhino dna like i don't know where you draw the line you know where where does it end um so alicia thinks a is true i'm gonna go with alicia because i think alicia's smarter than me no (laughs) you need to spend more time with me but i appreciate that plus i'm coming to see you at the store and i'll be like nope wrong on that count (laughs) look at alicia's shoes and it's just like one flipper and one clown shoe (laughs) i love that so much i would love that (laughs) but they're they both like look really well together like go really well with your outfit oh yeah if you do come into the store make sure you because i can't recognize people Oh, with your mask. With yeah. the mask. Actually, it's really funny because I I work with these people and I have no idea what they look like. Oh, yeah. It's really weird. I will come in and, and, and announce myself. It is I, Alicia <laughs> and Ardeen <laughs> Teresa Tobin. Fetch the ladder, boy. <laughs> you may not recognize me because I have a mask on. Uh, you can just come in and burp really loud <laughs> through your mask. <laughs> I thought you were going to reveal that you had um, a facial recognition disorder. And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, of course. I I'll do introduce- have that. Okay, which yeah. Which is worse now. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Like, I... Uh, would absolutely respect that too because I think that sometimes you, a lot of people don't recognize each other. Yeah. I don't. I have facial blindness for a couple of comedians that look very similar. They're just all white men with with beards, me, medium brown hair and beards, yeah. and they're all different. And Dane I, Cook and no, <laughs> like just uh, sorry, it's local, local comedians. Yeah. yeah, and I just for there's a couple of years I was like I don't know who the fuck these people are. Yeah, it's <laughs> and, it's uh, also not, like yeah. When you see someone in an unusual context where you're not expecting them, it can be really hard to place. Yeah. Hassan, do you think you would know if it was Jay and I if we came in based on our height difference? <laughs> if you came in together, for sure. If we and came your in outfits. Yeah, also I dress like a like a uh, rodeo clown. Um, okay, so you're both going to say A is true? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is so hard because like there's quotes around wild so I'm like what is what's the significance of the quotation around wild horses 
Mm, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. Let's all say A is true. So I'm gonna open right. the, the answer sleeve. A is false. Oh. Fuck, Jay. Nice work. We all get the big move. Okay, so let's see. A is false. Wild horses have no rhino DNA at all. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely zero. Should we feel dumb or no? No, it's, he doesn't want us to feel dumb. <laughs> hey, I'm no not a horse expert, and I don't claim to be. Um, furthermore, wild horses are descended from domesticated horses, so they are technically not wild. I knew that's why mm. the quotations were they there. They are feral. Okay. I knew there was something about that. There was some mm. importance there. He so, puts okay. clues in there. Yeah. Jay, I mean, he's the, he's a complicated... How much time is he spending on these? Like, <laughs> quite a bit. Like, because it's hard to find new horse information. Like, It's all mostly new to us, though. Yeah, it's, I know, It's not I know. probably not new to him. No, but we've done it several times now, so, like... <laughs> No, we've only done it like five times. Yeah, like how much, you know, obscure horse information is there? It doesn't have to be so obscure, though, because we won't know it. <laughs> That's, I know. Does he go deep, like with a wall with red string? And... <laughs> yeah, Jay's got a, an entire wall set up, <laughs> and he's like trying to get to the bottom of like, what is a horse? Smoking cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, he's not well. So that means that lavender aromatherapy has been found to reduce horse stress, only lavender, not chamomile. That's mm. true. Interesting. Very fascinating. Thank you, Jay, for educating us and illuminating us to, you know, the way of the horse. Yet yes, again. Jay, thank you. And uh, thank you to the big move for putting us in our place. <laughs> yeah, we needed that. We need to be knocked down a bit. No one is immune to the big move. <laughs> Um, so that brings us to our final segment, Peppo of the Week. Hassan. Well, who is, who is um, your Peppo? My Peppo is a little pig. Oh. <laughs> a little guinea pig, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my partner, Layla, was, uh, uh, I guess it was last week. She was cruising the free section on Craigslist. <laughs> And she saw that someone posted free guinea pig. And she her first instinct was to flag it. Right. Just because, you know, giving pets away free on Craigslist is like kind of like a, you know. It's, it's weird. It's weird. You can't right? sell dogs on Craigslist. Only yeah, Kijiji. Like they have rules. Yeah. And she so she tried to flag it, but then looked at the rules. And I guess you're allowed to do that. If it's free um, or something. I guess maybe if it's not a dog oh, okay yeah i don't know but uh yeah so we she decided that the best thing to do was get the skinny pig out of these people's hands that didn't want it and try to find a home for it so we're fostering the skinny pig right now and oh. uh his name is well at first i, I called him colombo <laughs> but after a few days he didn't seem like a colombo so his name now is little pip <laughs> oh, little Pep. <laughs> little Pep. And he's very oh, cute. Bye. Very cute. And he's just behind you right Is now. Is he cuddly at all or social? I don't know much about guinea pigs. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I guess they're really slow to warm up sure. because they think everything's trying to eat them. Yeah. Smart. Um, yeah. So I think he's starting to taking a li uh, liking to us. I don't know. Oh, that's wonderful. 
So kind of both of you. I actually didn't know anything about guinea pigs. I thought it, it was going to be kind of small, but it's actually pretty big. Yeah. And uh, he makes really funny sounds. The squeaks? Squeaks. And he does like this thing <laughs> and like weird clicking sounds. Ah, yeah. They're basically like tribbles from Star yeah. Trek. And I think they oh, just yeah. have one one facial expression. Yeah. Like huh? <laughs> hairy. Yeah. Terrified. Right. Does it have really long hair or fur? Or? Uh, I yeah. still haven't seen a photo. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you. He's got like a weird Andy Warhol haircut. Like yeah. he just has like uh, white hair at the top and then the rest of him is black. I love it. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. And he's supposed to be like two and a half years old or something? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. The people that had him before didn't name him. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's unusual. So that's, to, like a, that's weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's a red, red flag. I name birds that I'm never going to meet again. <laughs> I name squirrels. Like, <laughs> there's yeah. different names for all of them. I mean, I when I did have a frog when I was like 12, it took me, I, I was like, I'm going to name this frog the best name. And then I just could not think of a good name. So his name was just Froggy. Like, I... But I, I was a dumb kid, and that's just sort of what we wound up calling him. But I love Lil Pip. Lil Pip is great. Cute. I, I can't wait to come over when it's nice and warm out, and we can all hang out in the yard together with the little pig. Yeah. I'll do like a Lion King from the window. Oh, yeah. Hold, <laughs> hold it up. Amazing. That's so cute. Alicia, who's your puppo? Um, my puppos are Allie and Julian and Reggie the Ridgeback. Um. Ali is my neighbor upstairs. We became friends during the pandemic. We've stayed friends. We text each other every day. And she's really like cool about doing stuff around the house. And she changed out all of her light fixtures. And I was like, I'm too scared to touch electricity. And so she and her husband came down with their 98 pound Rhodesian Ridgeback Reggie, who's too afraid wow. to be alone Aww. and changed all the light fixtures in my apartment while I just sort of spotted and uh, Reggie wandered around the house and I played with him and he ripped apart all of Hank's toys that I didn't <laughs> know it was perfect. Like we have too many. And he he's too anxious to be left alone. So we got to hang out. And then at one point, this giant dog, I, I said, hey, Reggie, how are you? And then he just like booped me with his giant nose and kissed me. And I was like, it took like a year for him to get really comfortable with me. And it was, I feel, you know, when you win over a person or a dog. Yeah. I got Reggie now. He's so great. Nice. How about you, Jess? Um, I have a couple. All right. I hope it's allowed. Um, oh, I yeah. had I had a very long Zoom chat with my friend Robin, who lives in San Diego. Oh and yeah. And we went to university together, and we did a bunch of art together. Um, but I haven't seen her in person for probably over five years now, and she just started listening to the podcast from the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she keeps messaging me about like every episode and she was like oh this person was funny this person was funny she actually messaged me Hassan and was like Hassan he's funny I like him and I was oh, like wow. oh yeah like I love Hassan so it was nice I got to like she has a new dog named Rona that she was a foster fail um, so I got to sort of see her, her dog she was looking after her mom's dog while her mom was getting a haircut in a backyard by Edward Scissorhands yep <laughs> This weird guy they found in the attic of an old mansion up the hill. Um, and mm. her mom just turned 70. She's got a little dog who's like a special needs guy who's got to wear a little diaper. So I got to see another dog wearing a diaper in this video. 
both Robin and her mom have just received their second doses of their vaccines. So that's really cool because Robin works. um, She does like tutoring and she also works teaching art at prisons and stuff. So she's like exposed. She sounds like a very nice person. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. She's she's great. So she'll get to this episode eventually and hear that she's been Papo of the Week. So yeah, that's that would be nice to see Robin again in real life one day. And then my other Papo of the Week is my other friend from university. This is basically the two people who like I stay in contact from university with um, is my friend Mike and his dog Charlie who live out in Langley and Jay and I drove out there because Mike ordered a a seven inch collage record that I'm like making and selling on our merch website. And so I went out there to give it to him because uh, it was an excuse to see Charlie and also Mike. And it was so great. His dog is 11 now. Whoa. And he's like a long haired beagle. But as soon as we get there, he just immediately like gets so much energy and runs around and like wants to dance with us and howls. And it's so cute. And Jay and him are best friends. And then Mike also gave us a virtual reality <laughs> um, setup for our PlayStation because uh, he was just like, oh, I have this thing. You can have it. I don't want it. But it's like, you know, a lot of technology he's just giving to us for free. And then we went home and played virtual reality afterwards. So that was pretty cool because we'd never done it before. So what what are the games that you play with that? Um, there's a bunch. We basically, there was like a, one disc that was like sampler, like this is what VR is like. And so there's like five different things. One of them's like Pong, but your head is like the paddle. So you're like in, it <laughs> looks kind of like if Pong were in Tron or something like that. You're like in this big like arena and there's all these weird, but it's like, it kind of like hurt my neck. Cause you have to like do a little <laughs> chicken neck every time you want to hit the, the ball. My favorite thing was like, you're in a stationary cage and it's just going down in the ocean and there's all these different fish swimming around. It was so beautiful that I almost cried. (laughs) It was like so so nice. So real. There's like a big school of manta rays that swim all around you. And I was like, I wish this was real. (laughs) So beautiful. (laughs) And then you get into like the ocean where there's no light from the surface anymore. And it was all like bioluminescent jellyfish swimming around. And I was like, I feel like I'm in the abyss. I'm James Cameron. Um, and then there's like shooting games and luge and all that stuff, but that's not as cool hmm. to me. Um, so yeah, my friends from university and their dogs are my puppos of the week. Cool. Great choices. Good people. You know, it's like, I'm not very good at like staying in touch with a lot of people. I know like Hassan, you, you still have a lot of friends that like you went to high school with that you're in touch with. Yeah. I'm in touch with two people from high school and two people from university. And most of them have been on the podcast. The good ones. The good eggs. Yeah. Cream of the crop. So that's it. That's our podcast. Yeah. Oh, that went by so fast. I know. Hassan, if you want people to follow you online or not, or listen to your music, where can they do that? Um, Well, we had an album that we were hoping to tour on before (laughs) the pandemic hit. And we just kind of put it out there without any um, promotion or anything. It's called Not a Holiday. And uh, you can find it on bandcamp.com slash cultbabies, I guess. Yeah, cultbabies bandcamp. Yeah, that's how it works. (laughs) It's really good. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, everyone should listen to it and buy it. It rocks. And you also have older stuff on there that's great, too. Like, I would listen to it the other day and I was like, this rocks. Thank you. This this is rockin' music. (laughs) 
<laughs> I actually want to plug one thing is if anybody knows somebody or is interested in finding a guinea pig a nice home, because yeah. he's alone and they're really social. They usually like to hang out in pairs or more. Mm -hmm. And we'll probably be leaving after we get our vaccine. So yeah, it's, it's a and temporary the, situation. The greater Vancouver area, not... Yeah. Well, well, we'll ship him anywhere in the world. <laughs> yeah, you just poke <laughs> coals in the box and he's fine. Put a carrot in there or whatever. That's cool. Uh, Eddie, do you have any social media that you're active on? Or is that like you're done with that digital nomad lifestyle? No, Nomad. Uh, who, me? Yeah. Oh, uh, no, I mean, I actually have not been using much social media. So Good call. Uh, yeah, I just use Bandcamp. That's yeah, it. yeah, that's so. your, that's where to find you. Like hit hit him up. up. Yeah, Bandcamp and Hotmail. Yeah, if you <laughs> if you buy Hassan's album, he'll uh, add you as a friend on Bandcamp. <laughs> you can chat. Yeah, everyone, check that out. Alicia, what about you? Um, nothing to plug, man. Uh, you can buy my book if you wanted to. Um, you could also not buy my book and donate some money to your local food bank or. Buy yourself some Easter eggs uh, uh, instead. I don't know. I mean, in a non-religious way. Like, why not enjoy some Easter chocolate? It's a joy. That's my religion. I bought Easter chocolate today. Ooh, which kind? I got the kind that you love so much. And it's so intense. <laughs> yes, you don't like them that much, I, I think. I, I do. What is I it? just It's, it's the, a lot. The Purdy's um, cream egg. Yeah, vanilla cream egg, or yolk egg. They call yeah. it a yolk egg. Do you like the milk chocolate or dark chocolate? I prefer the dark chocolate. Yeah, that's what I got. And I, Jay and I both had one. We got a pack of three. And I realized we should have just split one because one whole yeah. one is so intense. Like it made Jay's teeth hurt and it made my stomach cramp in a way that I've never felt before. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is a new sensation. But I, I mean, they taste great, though. It's Were just they stronger than the weed gummies that I gave you? <laughs> Hassan gave us a very like I think they were a very high dosage bag of like weed gummy worms and I did not feel anything so I just kept taking more and more and more like one day I was like I'll take half oh, I'll take a full I'll take two I'll take three I'll take four I guess I'll take five like <laughs> I'm immune I'm chronic now I just like do it all the time so I had a weird experience Sick. with the uh, weed gummies that I bought and what the experience I had was one gummy was like had definitely had THC in it and the other gummy didn't. Hmm. I think sometimes it has to do with what you've had to eat or drink that day. Like sometimes like I definitely it was I, the same. It was the same oh, really? bed, bedtime ritual. Like the whole the second gummy, it was like had nothing in it. And I don't I was like the first gummy I'd had in years. So I feel like I was a pretty like blank slate for the experience. Hmm. I guess like if you eat bath salts, then you're just like, I'm not feeling these gummies. <laughs> yeah, you do that as the base coat <laughs> in your stomach just to get things going. Um, if people want to get some bonus stuff, they can support us on Patreon. If you want to hit up our merch store, I'm sending out lots of orders all the time. I love mailing things. Check it out. RetailNightmares.BigCartel.com. We've got tote bags. We've got a few more of Jay's comic, Now Me See Me. He's hard at work on Now Me See Me 2 right now. I'm very <laughs> excited about that. He's got a lot of new characters. He's 
introducing and I love them all. I'm like so stoked for the world to see the new the new works. Um what else? Oh yeah, I'm making those collage album covers. There's only a few Which left. are amazing by the way. Oh yeah, you have one. You have to like get them all back and do a show with all of them. This is what my friend, uh, former guest, Rebecca Chaperon was saying. She was like, you need to do a show once you've done all 50 of them. And then I was like, but I mailed them all out. <laughs> I mean, I think people would be stoked to have their artwork yeah. in Send it a back. gallery. Yeah. It's a homecoming. Um, I did scan them so I could do that. You could also make like 50 more and then have the show and sell them at the show. Yeah, but that's like a hun- making a hundred of the same sort of format of things. I think I, I need to take a break. Um, but I am doing like commissions for bigger ones too, which is fun. I made for former guest uh, Regan Taylor, I made her a 12 inch one, which is very fun and also like more of a challenge. Um, but yeah, there's a few of those left. I think I've made like 35 at this point. So how long does it take you to, to make one usually? It really depends. Sometimes I spend way too long for what I'm charging. Like sometimes it'll take me like, a, I don't know, like an entire evening. Sometimes it's like an hour. Sometimes it's two. Sometimes it's four. Like it really depends on if everything, all the pieces are working, like all the little different elements are working together more easily or if it's like, you know. Yeah. You know, like, you Art. know, you're and you're a painter, too. Like you're Hassan. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a painter, but I, I would. Paint. You've made paintings like I think maybe a year ago you weren't a painter, but you're a painter now. You taught yourself I'm a quarantine painter. Yeah. You taught yourself oil painting, which is so cool. Like, I, I don't, don't even know how oil to do that. painting behind you that you did is so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. For the listener, Hassan has a uh, Renaissance painting of an old man. <laughs> being weird (laughs) anyway this doesn't translate into an audio (laughs) medium doing the stop short yeah um hassan thank you so much for being our guest thank you for having me yeah Yeah, it's lovely to see you again yeah yeah it's nice to be in the same world again even though no one can hang out anymore (laughs) soon soon it'll just be like the long long time ago soon you know yeah we can hang out again yeah yeah good luck finding a home for little little pip yeah, if anybody knows anyone in the Vancouver area, uh, Lower Mainland, Lil Pip's looking for a buddy and a family that will love him. He's yeah. very cool. And I feel like he already has a really good name. Like you don't even have to come up with a new name, Lil Pip. Yeah, it's fun to say, Lil Pip. <laughs> it's great. Okay, well, thank you so much and bye-bye. See bye. You.